Hello everyone, welcome back to the Dice Cast. Today, we're getting into uh, Thray's backstory. It is time now, for the special V-Cinema. I keep making that joke. It, it, this is Thray's 3 V-Cinema. It's my episode, fuckers! I get to riff whenever! This is where you get an upgrade that never comes back. Ah. Dang it. Dang it. Um... Where we last left off, Thray, you had fallen asleep at the camp that you and the rest of the party had made after fleeing Shimmer Deep. Mm-hmm. And then Prelude and from Final Fantasy starts playing. Yes, the Prelude from Final Fantasy starts playing. Um, because you had like you had not expected to run. Well, going into the Glimmerize district, you figured you would run into some cultists eventually. I mean, hey, there's like a cultist per rich person per minute per mile per feet. Over there. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. And while you were in there, um, and now you're you're going to sleep, your thoughts go and stray to what what you were what you were doing while when you were beginning in that cult and how it led to things and what happened. The good old days. So uh like To some people it may if, be good old days. I don't know. To some just to some. There is like so the neutral for days. the audience. Yeah, the neutral days for the audience. Let's give them a rundown of how you came into to join the cult. Mm-hmm. Huh? What's happening? We're giving them a rundown of how you joined the cult. Okay, so as a young child at the tender age of five, I don't know if Dragon Age's reach maturity by Are five. Are you? You're doing this in the Thray voice. Is he monologuing so loud? Is this the Thray voice? You were doing the Thray voice for a brief a, moment. A minute. But basically, as a child, um, Thray was taken in after his parents died in a horrible house fire by Zena Burton, the drow. Oh, she set, she set the fire. I didn't know that. She set the fire? I didn't know that either. You just said by Xena. No, she was taken in by Xena. The, I mean, he was oh, 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 oh. The fire, non-consequential. But basically, okay. um, after that, you know, as what most cultists do, they would inundate children into the cult because, you know, young minds, impressionable. And you showed, uh, like, what was your favorite, what's Thray's favorite instrument? That would be the harmonica. So while you you probably got you either had a harmonica with you or she bought you one as a gift. He had it with him and as a memento. As you played it, she noticed that you had a talent for magic, mm-hmm. and of a specific kind of magic, really. And from there, she began. How would you say Thray joined the uh, College of Glamour? Did she give you books, or did she give you tutors? I feel tutors would be more appropriate, as she is rich and also slightly distant. Yeah. She was a motherly figure, but she would only ever interact with you, like, very formally. Mm -hmm. Very uh, professional relationship. Yes. And eventually, you would learn from your tutors that they would come up to the Glimmerize District, and they they came from all over. Like the College of Glamour is a very not well accepted college because of what it does oh, yeah, to it, its it, audience. It is, uh, 
It is a dual-edged sword. And eventually you learned you learned how to help uh, mind control people. But your cultist friends would use that to indoctrinate other people into joining if they didn't want to join voluntarily. Listen, Thray was just happy to help at this point, honestly. He was part of a cause. He was, you know, he had something to put himself into. Didn't know it was That's right. necessarily he, bad. He didn't know. He didn't know. He's just like, and I'm putting he, my... I'm, tie my bootstraps on i'm getting into it <laughs> that's right um how many times would you say you've actually come face to face with acidaeus i don't want to say double digits but i'd say like five or six five or six times yeah, five or six and you you've noticed you're you were you probably like as you got older you noticed you were the only dragonborn in this cult. Yeah, it is a bit odd. I mean, like, is the population of Shimmerdeep kind of starving of dragonborn? I don't know. I don't know. It's like they all died or something. Ooh, ooh, okay. I don't know. I'm doing story implications here. It is an implication, all right. Fucking right. And you, you just mistook it as like just a weird thing. Like, yeah, most weird. of the occupant occupants of the Glimmerized District are uh, uh, under under Earth dwelling races, like like Drows or Dwarven. Mm-hmm. Those, those people. Those. Those earth people. The, them chewing the rocks. Eating all our nutrient-rich well, soil. <laughs> well, these don't because they rose above that. That was the idea. Now they of eat the air. District. They eat air. They're eating all our air, Cooper. <laughs> We've got to stop them. <laughs> um, and every time you come face-to-face with Acidaeus, it's him... He he does not meet you in his dragon form. He meets you in like one of his shapeshifter forms. Mm-hmm. How hot is he? What would you What would you say some of his shapeshift forms would be? <sighs> You're just asking me to play to my fucking strengths here. Yes, make make your daddy Dilf dragon I... OC. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, make him. You just actually said that. <laughs> You've implied it many a time. <laughs> but like, uh, <laughs> faced with the reality of it. Oh, God, that's like a sucker punch. <laughs> I imagine, since he's a, he, since he's a black dragon. Black dragonborn. I imagine a dark, sk- a, bl- a black dragonborn, yeah. you would say? Come on, like, he, Bla- he doesn't like the fleshy form. He doesn't like fleshy people. He's also... He's a, he's a scaly boy. <laughs> yeah, he would take the form of Black Dragonborn, a very noble, regal-looking one. Mm-hmm, very powerful-looking. And every time you would meet him, he would give you compliments for what you've done for his following. And he would, he would bestow upon you and Xena, like, positions of power and some gifts. Like, maybe... Positions of power, you say? Yes, like in the cult, Zena, like like in modern day, Zena is leading the cult. Mm-hmm. But before you left, 
you were roughly like second or third most powerful in, in the cult. I, in terms I of was ranking. pretty good at the culty dealings, you know, yes. fey magic and all that stuff. Until eventually, one day you were finally tasked with something else apart from just indoctrinating people hmm. and worshiping uh, Asteus. Ooh, new, new stuff going on here. Yeah, one of the people you indoctrinated, they uh. They brought you into like they have a they have, they have like a chamber a ritual chamber, mm-hmm. and um, one of the people they indoctrinated was laying on a table, which you've seen them lay on tables before, and you're like you just you you will walk them over there. Yeah, and I, I like smack him in the face like, hey buddy, break time's over. <laughs> Do you? A little bit, just like jokey joke. Come on, I like to keep it light. The the person doesn't respond since they're still like. Not, uh, unconscious <laughs> and one of your uh you know you know you what was the name of that cultist that you said when we were back on the streets like is that who it is i'm sorry who was I, remember when we when we first met the cultist oh, on the street level yeah, yeah. i was the name of the character the person's name i said let's call him steve the cultist steve the cultist all right uh, Steve the Cultist, who was so dedicated to this cult, he changed his last name to the, the Cultist. cultist. <laughs> well, you know he goes. Uh, he he goes. A uh, uh, Thray, Thray, don't don't wake him up. We need him to be asleep for this, or he'll oh, he'll fight. What do we need to get like? A, what do we need to get like a warm glass of water, or some whipped cream, or whatever? Is that what we're pulling? No, here? no, no, darling. This is your first time, but I'll give you some pointers. Uh, you know, what you're going to want to do is I appreciate just the sentiment, but like you're not my type, of, you're not my type of person, so. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he goes. Oh, 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 no, 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 Thray, we're not, we're not doing that. But Dude. what you're going to want to do is he hands you a dagger. Mm-hmm. He goes. What you're going to want to do is make a clean cut across the throat. Oh, uh, sorry. Could Don't you repeat d- that again? A clean cut across the throat. And just make sure the blood falls into this goblet here. We don't want it spilling anywhere. Okay. So, you want me to use this knife to make a clean cut on this man? Is that right? Yes. That's right. Have you never sacrificed anyone before? I mean... No... I mean, it's 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 real simple. It's like working on. It's like working in a butcher shop. Have you ever worked in a butcher shop? No, no, not really. Working in a butcher so shop. Just... I mean, I've worked with meat before, <laughs> but uh. Ah, uh, he does finger guns at you. Yeah, and I shoot him. <laughs> no. Wait, what? you don't have your gun. <laughs> I know. It time travels. Your... It time travels back to me like fucking Kabuto. Can bards learn the t- a time travel spell? No, I mean, time- no, 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 it's too high level to do the spell stealing thing. Yeah, but... <laughs> but I don't shoot him, that's kayfabe. You you don't shoot him, you don't have Songweaver yet. No, 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 no. So what do you do? Uh, I mean... Can we get someone else to do this? I'm kind of high up. I don't necessarily need to do this. It's like asking your boss to work the fryers. Like oh that, that that that's the thing that's the thing the idea mm-hmm. as the day has personally asked you to do this he wants you to do this Dang, no. 
Okay. He wants to test your devotion. I mean, you could ask in a hundred different other ways. I'd be sorted down for those, but... Ah. If you want, I'll step out the room if you need me to. Oh. I'll give you some time. Okay. Yeah, just leave a magazine in the cup and I'll be I'll be finished. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Enough with the innuendos. Enough with the innuendos. I'll be I'll step outside. Hey, it isn't a cult if it isn't room. having. There's no fun in cult. Eh, there's no F in here. <laughs> he leaves before you even try to finish making that uh, joke. Yeah. Okay. Stabby the man put the blood in the cup. <sighs> I imagine you like spending 20 minutes just like walking up to him, holding the dagger. Like, do I want to do it at this angle? Then you back up a little bit. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, it's like, no, no, the entry point's not right. It's like, oh. He's just kind of twiddling the dagger in his fingers, like while he's doing it. So he's like, ah, man, they really put me in a binder in this. They really put me in a binder in this one. Uh, I don't think Thray could do it, honestly. Yeah. Like, sure, he's murdered people in cold blood in the future, but like, they all self-defense. And a bit of personality all, change in the future. They all fought back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, three reason they deserved it. Yeah. Every one of them. True. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to do with this unconscious man? I'm going to get a cup of warm water? No. No. Um, can I wake him up? Quiz? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here to uh, for you. Can, uh, can I wake him up? Oh, you won't wake him up? Mm -hmm. Okay. You uh, slap his face a little and shake him a bit. And eventually he stirs too. <clears throat> wake the fuck up. No time to be sleeping oh, on the job. Uh, uh, I just had the weirdest dream. I was like, I got kidnapped by like a dragonborn that looked kind of like you. <sighs> Did you know? Yeah, where am I? Well, that's. I was just on my way. To, I was on my way back to my my, my wife and child at home. Yeah. I was coming from work. Well, this is the dementia setting, in, so you don't need to worry about anything just right now. <laughs> I work at the orphanage. It's a good job. Oh, you! Oh, fuck you, quiz. <laughs> <laughs> am, am I still dreaming? Yeah, yeah. Just go back to sleep. Okay, I, uh, he lays he lays back down, and he like twiddles his thumbs a bit and goes, "Huh, oh, uh, it will take me a little bit. I've never dreamt. I've never tried to fall asleep in a dream, so give me a little bit." Okay. Yeah, just take your time. No rush here, for you at least. <laughs> Is there anything in this? Like, what you got to give me? Like, what's the room here? Okay. Imagine a, like, it's a roughly, uh, like, 20 foot by 20 foot room. Mm -hmm. It's dark. It's only lit by torches. Mm -hmm. There is a, the, there is the raised stone slab in the center where the, where the, uh, 
where the sacrifice is laying down. Mm-hmm. Across the wall is some pots and some like various uh, cabinets where you store supplies. Mm-hmm. That's where Steve got the knife and the um the, the cup from. Mm-hmm. And then there is a window that leads that like looks out across Shimmer Deep, and then there's a door that Steve left. Okay. Well. Huh. I don't know major of my spells yet, technically. Hmm. How? So he wants me to put blood in a cup, right? Yes. How how tall? How big is the cup? The cup is roughly like a goblet. Okay. How much? <sighs> ah. And the thing is, they. I mean, like he'd kind of do it. <laughs> this is before he's met Ripley, and like he had a change of heart, but at the same time, it's like. Okay, what the what I'm reasoning here is like Thray, he's like cloak and dagger cultist. He he's all for this stuff. I mean, this is the first time he's like killed, so it's a bit weirder for him. Yeah. But I wouldn't reason out that he would not be down to kill. You know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah, if yeah. he's like if big enough into this cult, he'd probably do it. No, but the thing is, I already said in the future I didn't kill that guy. Or I didn't want to kill that guy. We did, yeah. We did. Alright, alright. Can I call Steve back in? Oh, sure. Uh, You call Steve back in, and Steve goes, Yes! And he walks back in. Steve, baby. What's up, Thray? Am I doing the Thray voice? I'd be kind of just doing myself, I think. Uh, it's up to you. It's cool. That's okay. But, um, how many spells? Uh, what's, uh, listen, do I have spells? Oh, uh, yeah, you have spells. You can do your magic. <laughs> Alright, then. Um, you cast shatter on his skull. No. Oh. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast charm person on Steve. Okay. Mm-hmm. What does he have to do? Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, sh- I don't even have my spell shit up, man. Uh, let me check. No, let me fucking yeah, please like. Yeah, they must make a wisdom saving throw. All right, well, like the DC to beat is, well, it has to be my old DC, not the new one, since I've leveled up. Uh, he rolled an eleven. So. Oh, this is not does not golf. All right, what do you what do you charm him to do? Steve, I'm gonna need you to fill this cup with your blood. Oh, sure, darling. Just one moment. And he takes the cup. Can I borrow your dagger for a moment? Oh, sure, sure. He's like, I'll be right back. And he leaves the room. Um, I follow him. And like a, and like a minute later, he walks back okay. in. Okay. He's like, here you go, here you go, Thray. Also, uh, Don't forget this ever happened. The blood. Forget this ever happened. Oh, forget? Yeah. Okay, I can do that. 
And, um... Uh, so I've just got a cup of blood now. <laughs> yep. Uh, Steve... What do you want to do with Steve, the sacrifice? Steve, you can leave now. Oh, sure, where do you want me to go? Um... Honestly, just take a vacation. Honestly, just take a vacation. Ooh, a vacation? Yeah. I haven't had one in years. You could head off to, I don't know, Publix, something like that. You know, just have fun. Publix isn't exactly a fantasy vacation spot. Fantasy Publix. Eh, well, eh. I don't know how high class you are, so, you know, that's what I, that's I, mean, what I, I live to. in the Glimmerize district, but whatever you say. And he leaves. Okay, I got to go pack my bags. Okay, you go do that. Um, you said there's a cabinet here, right? Oh no, the dogs—they're on to me. Dog, they're on to you. They're on to me. Uh, I'm just. Yes, there's a there's a cabinet. Um, so I take the unconscious man and I put him in the cabinet. I'm hitmanning it, yeah. Okay. You pick him up after a few moments of, like, pushing his limbs in. Mm -hmm. You manage to close the cabinet door. And I lock it. You... You lock it? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, you solved it. You, you did it. Mm -hmm. You locked him in the cabinet. I've solved this puzzle. You've solved my kidnapped man puzzle. Mm -hmm. So now I've just got the goblet of blood here with me. You have your goblet and the dragon tooth dagger. Oh. Well, I'd pocket that. <laughs> Keep that in my back pocket. So I, I guess I just leave the room. You leave the room. And <clears throat> a few days pass after this incident. Oh, no. Well, it's not really an incident like... People are wondering what happened to the sacrifice, uh -huh. what happened to Steve, because he just went up and left. But then, eventually, you're brought before Asadeus. Uh, I'm sorry, could you repeat that? You were brought before Asadeus a few days later. Ooh, yeah, how does he look? He looks pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he looks pretty, like, a little... A little miffed, but a bit curious, like he's tapping his claws against his seat. Ooh. What's up? Uh, uh, the rest of the cult is gathered here. Hey, guys. <clears throat> and uh, Asadeus goes, Thray, how are you? End up do doing pretty good. Uh, uh, I, I had a bit of a fever last few days, but eh, you know it's a uh, nothing, nothing to worry about. How, how have you been? Well, I didn't get my blood the other day. I got blood in that cup. Yes, but it tasted like Steve. Listen, you gotta take that up with Steve. Like, he left town, so, like, that incriminates him immediately. <laughs> um, I think what you have on your hands is a traitor, and it's Steve. 
make a deception check. Oh, I'm good at those. Wait, am I? Deception use? Oh, yeah, plus 11. Fuck yeah. Oh, God. Well, I could just roll a d20, and I have a d20 with me right here, so. Okay, go for it if you want. Alright, it's gonna be on, like, paper. Not paper, but it's not gonna be on a hard surface, so. Save your ears, listeners. Uh, oh, this is this number scratched up, but it's 12 plus 11, that's 23. Okay. Um, Acidaeus goes... Yes, well, thing is, thing is, I do believe you, I do believe you, Thray. Uh-huh, as you should. The problem is, the original sacrifice disappeared, and you were the last person to see him. Would you know anything? I mean, Steve could have taken him. And he starts tapping his claws again, and you can tell he's getting a little more and more uh, upset about something. Like it's like whenever Asadeus gets upset, like someone like he he's randomly killed at least one person in your cult a few times. Mm -hmm. Like if he if like something bothers him, he's he's killed like one member already. But mm -hmm. just as he's about to do something. A door in the chamber bursts open. Please don't want to be Steve. And you see, you see a red bird standing there. Okay, what's this? Is this a party? What's going on? And from there, a fight breaks out. Oh, oh. You this is a party. You, you see, it's a party. You see this bird woman just break her way in and just fight all these cultists who like this is a very secretive meeting like this is in the dead of night mm -hmm. only you all know about it mm -hmm. and somehow is, she got here this is pretty fucking weird for Thray cause it's like uh, what am I doing what am I supposed to be doing here cause everybody else has got like the fighting thing going on but Thray's like is like am I still being questioned like hello Eventually, eventually, um, right, wait, I would assume, like, you were pulled into this meeting very impromptu. You didn't have time to get your robe on. Am I naked? No, you have your, like, your regular clothes on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd assume so. So that's why this intruder is ignoring you. Oh, goody for me. And eventually, she faces Asadeus. And there's a brief scuffle. Like, she manages to like, get a hidden that pulls off a scale. Ooh. But then, Asadeus growls and begins to shapeshift into his true form. And Thray is just, you know, loving it. But seeing this problem, the bird woman grabs you and pulls you out of the room. Ah, hey, what's going on? Are you with Steve? And <laughs> and you don't get an answer. You don't eventually this is how you came to leave the cult. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very abruptly. Very abrupt. 
It wasn't until later Ripley discovered that you were part of the cult. He said, I mean, like, awkward, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, it did seem like they were gonna fucking smite me, so, yeah, maybe it was best to get out now. You, yeah, it was best. And from there, you were introduced to society outside of the Glimmerize district. You mean everybody doesn't wear black robes all the time? What's a bard? What's a bard? <laughs> oh man, I'm really good at this harmonica. <laughs> and from there, what did you do your first year after you left? Because you and uh, Apple said it's been like, what, a year since you broke up the cult? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we did not break up that fucking cult from what you described. More like fucking dine and dashed on them. Yeah, pretty much. But, um... I'd say, because, like, I, three, three did not have a lot of cash on him. He has, like, a dagger, his harmonica, his clothes. So, um, I feel like he would try and get a job in the best way he knows how. As an entertainer at all the local taverns and inns. Yeah. Eventually, you got a tavern that decided to keep you. Mm -hmm. As they should, because uh, what, I'm the best. What was the name of that tavern? It is the... <laughs> I had a name. We we said it in like episode one. Oh no, that's too far. That's too far back. Let me go back and grab the episode. The, no, uh, the golden something. The golden. The golden dragon. Dragon. The gold dragon tavern. I really hope that's what it was. But, you know, they could have changed names, you know, uh, brand recognition and yeah. stuff like that, so it's technically fine. And there, you managed to earn a bit of gold, and a you would company. You don't know Thray and his... Bit. A bit. Okay, make a performance check right now <laughs> the amount of gold. Yeah. The amount of gold you've earned over Here's the Here's that plus 11 to a performance. Oh no, it rolled. Oh no. All right, that is a what is this? The seventeen. So that's a that's a twenty. 17. That's a twenty-eight. You got enough gold to make a pretty modest living. Fuck yeah, dude! And you would, for some reason, you felt indebted to this bird woman who saved you. I mean, yeah, you they, they saved me from probable death. Yeah, and you would accompany her on some of her uh, bounty hunting missions. Yeah, it's a good way to get to know someone. It's like you're hunting down criminals and stuff like that, you know. You had nothing better else to do than just play at the tavern, so you like might as well do might this. As well. I feel like I owe them, so like might as well help them out on their job. Yep. And just from there, that's how we came to within um and that's how we came to in modern day. Mm -hmm. Oh. Now um Mhm. Mm um, like for every other minisode, I've given everyone at least something. And like for you, when you pull out, when you uh, next time you might next time you use the dagger, mm -hmm. if you use it, you realize that there are some runes inscribed into this tooth mm -hmm. 
that was taken from acid days himself, like maybe the cult, like, um, was, was using it for, like, other than, than just ritualistic sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 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 already deals an additional one d four acid damage, correct? Yeah, it's one d four plus one d six plus four. That's what I have written down. Okay, so it was one d six acid damage. Yes, it was. So, if you manage to kill someone with this dagger, mm-hmm. the next attack you do deals an additional two d six acid oh. damage, and so on and so forth up to a maximum of five d six acid damage. If you man, if you keep the kill streak going. Damn. And once it's been used, you can't use that feature again for another 24 hours. Okay. That's pretty good. Yep. And there we go. That is Thray's backstory. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time on The Die Is Cast.